Hello everyone, my name is Liron and you're listening to HRD Live Podcasts. This is a show where we discuss all topics related to people and HR. This week I'm joined by Jane Haynes from GSK. Welcome Jane. Hello. Hello. Uh, so if you could just start off by um, talking a bit about yourself and your role at GSK. So hello, I'm Jane Haynes. I'm the Senior Vice President HR at GSK. Um, I lead one of our centres of excellence, which is focused on culture, capability and talent. GSK is a pharmaceutical, a vaccine and consumer healthcare company. We have 120,000 people worldwide working to help people do more, feel better and live longer, bringing great medicines and consumer products and vaccines to patients that need them around the world. Um, what I specifically do at GSK is I lead 300 HR professionals to support developing and changing our culture, building, buying and borrowing key skills and capabilities, um, and I support everyone in the organisation to learn, develop and stay relevant and to reskill to ensure we can continue to deliver medicines and products of value to our patients and consumer uh, groups. So everything I do really is from a perspective of bringing value to the organisation, um, whether that's measured by year on year growth, shareholder value and or employee engagement as a marker of productivity. Um, when I'm not doing all that sort of stuff, I also um, am chair of a charity, Women in Sport, um, and I also sit as a non-exec on the board of ACAS. Um, and I have three children, love sport, and enjoy uh, life to the full all the time. Sounds like a very busy but exciting life. <laughs> <laughs> so if, um, how important would you say culture is within an organisation? I'm really glad that you've asked me to come and talk about culture because over the, since Emma Wormsley was appointed as our chief executive officer, she was has been really focused on um, our culture and thinking about how can we bring a change in what we do at GSK through the culture. Um, and so for me, culture is really important to all organisations, however small or or large they may be, culture can be a massive lever for productivity and performance of organisations. Okay, so um, you see, you mentioned like businesses small and large. Um, what would you say to companies who struggle to adopt a unique culture within their organisation? Um, I think I think you've got to really think about what's your purpose as an organisation and really try to create a culture that's congruent with that purpose. Um, for GSK, um, we've been really thinking about how we can bring innovation, performance, and trust. Um, through our culture, how we can think about our values and our expectations and think about the behaviours we want people to have um, as the unique offer from a culture perspective. Um, I think that um, trying to create a culture is really difficult for any organisation to do. And if you don't try and create it, you'll have a culture anyway. Um, it's organic. Um, and I think leaders and executive teams of organisations need to be very thoughtful about what the culture they want to create and ultimately it's about what you do every day and the behaviours that you show every day that in reality is a culture. Okay so um, what are the current trends that you are noticing in culture at the moment from um, big and large and um, big and small organisations? So, so what's becoming more and more um, prevalent um, is conversations with shareholders, with community groups um, and with employees about the culture that people would like large organisations to have. So everybody's interested in the culture of organisations from their different angles and their different perspectives. And I think that from a HR perspective, we've got many of the levers to shape uh, cultures for the future. So... Um, 
it's not new stuff, but actually I think it's that it's it's now more important that we focus on leadership, that we focus on the values, expectations or the mission of organisations, that we think about a performance system and that you may have in an organisation and think, what are we trying to cause by creating that performance system? Um, should we have ratings or should it be ratingless? Um, and I think if you think about things like um, engagement, inclusion and diversity, all of those things, your opinion and your policy and agenda on those things will create a certain culture. So I don't think it's new stuff. I think we need to be much more congruent in thinking systemically across the organisation and intentional about shaping our culture. So do you feel like culture can impact shareholder value at all? Definitely, definitely. And many organisations such as if we talked about State Street, which is an investment management company, they've issued um, a, a list or a, um, a, a database um, that says this is how we're going to measure organisational culture because we're interested in this because it actually does deliver performance and productivity if you get it right. And organisations that have got it right can see a 3% increase in their profit if they get their engagement and culture right. So definitely shareholders are interested. Um, and many shareholders now are interested because they're thinking about corporate social responsibility. They're thinking about the fact that how you treat your employees is a representation of you as an organisation. So I think from many fronts, um, shareholders are thinking, what is your culture? Boards are thinking, how do we understand what the culture is and how do we measure culture as we move forward? So what aspects of culture can you see developing in the future? Definitely um, from a organisational perspective, this interest, not just from HR function, um, CEOs from the executive board um, and from executive teams, they're all saying, "What? Well, let's be interested in culture and also thinking about their shadow into the organisation. So how the board behaves, how executive teams. So, again, that becomes important when we're thinking about culture. And I think that's new in, in the arena at this time. Um, I think that leadership and how you lead in a modern environment where there is new technology, um, reduction in hierarchy, a desire for more engagement and the new legislation around employee voice, I think this is a challenge for organisation to say, how do we engage and create a culture where everybody has a voice within the organisation? I think those are going to be the sort of the new areas for HR professionals to start thinking about. Um, and how do we use new social communication channels to bring in that employee voice to some of the hard and challenging business questions that we'll have due to technology and the changing world that we live in? So you touched upon briefly um, leaders and HR professionals. So how do you think HR and business professionals can sort of monitor and influence culture? So one of the, one of the easiest way that most organisations go towards is um, an employee opinion survey. So a cultural survey um, about what does it feel like to be here. Um, lots more people are also looking at brand and reputation externally. So with again, with social media, there's an opportunity to promote and to understand how people are receiving your messages about your culture. So lots more about understanding the uh, Glassdoor um, and similar areas to say, well, actually, how are people receiving some of the messages um, that we're sending out as an organisation? Because obviously those are people we may want to attract um, to our organisation in the future. 
Um, I also, um, in GSK, we've just introduced a 180 tool, which is about employees giving feedback directly to their line managers. So again, we're measuring our leadership capability and we're interested in having great leaders, brilliant leaders, because everybody deserves a brilliant leader and saying that actually leaders do set the tone of the organisation. Um, and so actually we need to be clear about what they need to do and then we need to be clear that we're going to measure them on the things that we expect them to be doing. So the 180 for us has really brought in um, clarity for leaders about what's expected of them in that role. So I can see us measuring uh, culture in multiple different ways, um, internally and externally, and holding leaders to account. So you mentioned um, the good stuff that's happening at GSK. Um, so what would you say is some of the most exciting things you see at GSK in your position? Um, so, so for me, being able to think systemically across the entire organisation and work with the executive team to think about culture and how we need to change that culture to continue to perform um, and to, to really drive to be the most innovative, best performing healthcare and trusted healthcare company um, is really important. Um, they're eager to adapt and change and to be thinking about culture. So what have I seen that I'm really interested in? I would say um, thinking about our agenda in, in three buckets, which would be how do we make sure that everybody understands how they're performing at GSK? So we've gone to a, a ratingless performance system um, and we've been saying this is about Team GSK. We all win together or lose together. Um, and changing our culture based on that has been quite important in the last year. And that's a big, big sort of opportunity for us as an organisation. Um, in the leadership development area, we're moving towards um, having a virtual curriculum so that all leaders can access all of the learning and development. So again, for 120,000 employees, we're moving to a more virtual platform to enable people to develop in all areas of of our workforce, be that somebody working on the line in a manufacturing site to sales reps to uh, people who are scientists working on a bench, they all need access to very different learning and development. So it's quite complex what we have to support people with. So actually, the new virtual learning platforms are giving us a really good um, propelling us forward, I would say, on our agenda for helping people to learn. Um, and the other things that we're looking at are um, we've got an agenda around people really being themselves at work. So how do you bring your whole self to work? How do you feel included in GSK, um, both obviously from a diversity perspective, but also from a mindset? And we need different ways of thinking because that will bring innovation into our organisation. So I'm excited by that diverse lens that we have. As a healthcare company, what part of our agenda as well is we need people to feel good. So we're thinking about their resilience, about their well-being, about their mental health, and broadly saying, how can we help you feel good? Balancing your work and life and creating a, a context for yourself that really works um, as you have many competing priorities. And finally, uh, this, this idea of keep growing, because we're all growing all of the time, but we need to be able to do that in a way that um, is relevant to the work that we do, but constantly evolving the skills that we have so that we can compete in the marketplace. Sounds really exciting. Um, and then last question from me, um, what industries and sectors do you feel struggle the most with company culture? I, I, I would... My answer to that question is quite interesting because it's sort of, I don't think any do struggle differently. 
Um, I think it's a universal challenge for all organisations that um, is, first of all, understanding and really diagnosing the root cause of any sort of uh, what is our culture? Let's diagnose what our culture is. What do you need to keep and protect? Because it's really important. It makes you unique. And what do you need to possibly change? And what do you need to dial up to be able to keep performing um, as the marketplace and the external environment changes and adapts? So I think it's really important to understand what you've got because it can be so precious and so important and can be the thing that makes you different in the marketplace. Um, and as I say, then it's about protecting that being very clear about um, what needs to change, but also what within that culture is going to be valuable enough to dial up and, and for you to be unique about. And so I don't think any one organisation really struggles. I think it's very different across the piece. That's a great note to end on. Thank you for your time, Jane. It was wonderful to have you. Very insightful. Um, thank you for listening to HRD Live. Make sure to tune in next week where we'll be talking to Didier from Culture Amp. See you next week.